hi everyone hey i'm finally back on schedule summer's coming to an end and we're back so i thought we'd begin the season the last part of 2023 talking about relationships of the heart so if you're listening to this now, or you're listening to a replay, I want to welcome you. Many of you have been following me uh, for many, many years, some for somewhere in between and others. Well, maybe you're new to listening to us, but everything that we do at Nancy J Ministries is based on relationships. And so many years ago, if you are new to this, I want to um, share a little bit with you. <laughs> Excuse me for that little hiccup there and the pause. I'm trying to make sure I watch my little phone here and make sure I'm connected with you and that everything's working on my screen. I haven't used this software in a while, um, but we're back on again. So the more we use this, the better we'll get Uh at this little pressing buttons and everything. So I had to reset my studio uh, because most of my time in the last couple of years has been spent uh, tutoring people in the area of English. So I connect with people from all over the world and I assist them with their English. Some are people that are in universities, others are adults from all over the world. and is what I help them with is conversation. So some may be beginners, but others in between, but the advanced students is what I help them with is just chatting. Just like if you were to sit down with me and have a cup of coffee and, hey, what's up? What's going on? Or sometimes uh, in the area of professional settings. So today though, I am coming to you to start our yearly training in the area of relationships of the heart. So today is part one. And is what I'm going to be sharing with you is just an overview and the summary of a relationship of the heart conference. But also I'm removing this from the conference area today. And we're just going to do some training. Okay. So first of all, let me look at my notes here. Yep. I'm going to be using notes because usually this is what I use for an entire one day conference. So I'm not going to be using everything that's in a conference, but I will be kind of picking and choosing and sharing some main points. So I hope that you'll be able to pick something up from this that will assist you in the area of relationships. You know, relationships, whew, they can be times that they are just beautiful. Everything's going great. And sometime all of a sudden, boom, something happens, whether it's in our life or the people around us in their life. It can be family, can be a spouse, can be a girlfriend, a boyfriend, someone we're dating in our church, in our business. And now everything that's going on out there, it can be a whole lot crazy, right? There's so many issues and many times we're divided. But within the relationships of the heart training is what I want to talk to you about how we can do better in the area of our relationships. Not so much those relationships that are far, far, far at a distance, but those relationships that we are in with one another. But specifically, I'm talking to you if you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now, if you haven't received Jesus, there may be something you can pick up here that may help you. But before I go any further, let me turn a page here because I have something very important I always share with this. And... Yep, I read it right off the paper. I know most people don't want to see people reading things off the paper, but hey, this is about training. So if you have in the past attended one of my conferences, you see, yep, I use hard copy when I'm there. Why? Because that 
is less distraction for me so I can pay attention to you if you're attending a conference. But this part right here is something that I always read and I let people know this is important when I hand out um, workbooks or anything like that that deals with this topic, I have this little disclaimer. So bear with me because it is important in today's world. The relationship of the heart teaching is not a substitute for therapy or professional counseling. The teaching is based on the word of God. Yep, got it right here. We've got the word of God all over the place right now, don't we? It is... Um, online, all kinds of versions, hard copy, on our iPads, on our tablets, wherever, right? Audio, we've got the Word of God everywhere. But the teaching that I'm going to be talking to you about today and in future videos, the teaching is based on the Word of God, stories, and the life experiences of others. So it's possible that you may disagree with me, but you just need to know where I'm coming from. Maybe you are from some other religion that isn't the same as mine, but I'm going to be teaching using the word of God as our foundation. Point two, when we speak or write and refer to healing of the physical part of our body or emotional healing, we are, I am not, suggesting or directing anyone to stop taking medication or to not seek assistance from the medical community. Okay, so those are kind of like my disclaimers so no one can come to me later and say, you know, I am really, really sick because you told me to stop taking my medication and you told me not to go to the doctor. Uh-uh. I have not told you that in the past, nor am I telling you that now. Um, when it comes to the area of healing and physical healing, God's word does talk about he does heal. All right. So now that we've got the important instructions out of the way here, let me move this. I've got my little table sitting over here with all my little notes on it. Make sure I don't forget anything. Um, when I lead a conference, and eventually, though, we will have a class online, um, and it will be in-depth. The class that we will eventually have online will include all of the um, material from the conference area. Uh, so within that, there's also workbooks, but we are about equipping and training. So whether you listen to me now or you listen to some other video when I'm talking, maybe I'm grabbing my Bible, doing a little bit of teaching. Maybe I'm sharing some things from my life that I've learned um, that have been successful and also those things that have not been successful in the area of relationships. But we are about equipping and training. Okay. That's what we're about. So before we get going any further here, and we're going to go over our overview today, I um, would like us to start with prayer, but I'm going to read some scripture to you from Hebrews 4, 12 through 13, and then we'll pray and we'll move forward. Hebrews 4, 12 through 13. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. And this is from the NIV version. Um, and I know some of you out there like to hear from the New King James Version. So let me read this to you. Same verses, Hebrews 4, 12 through 13. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than two, any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner 
of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So today, that's what we're going to be talking about is the heart. But we're going to talk about our heart in the area of relationships. And please remember this one, part one, as a overview of the entire conference. I'm just going to hit point one, point two, point three. Uh, if it's a conference, it's like session one, session two, session three. But today is what I just like you to open your heart and listen as I talk to you about the importance of these three topics. So Father, we come to you today. Lord, we thank you that we can pop online here and that we can talk and share your word and people can follow up and connect with me if that's what they desire to do. But Father, you see my heart and my intent, and you also see the heart of anyone that listens to even maybe one minute or a few seconds of this, or the video in its entirety, that you see our hearts. And so I thank you, Father, that we have this opportunity to be here with you and with the people who listen now or may listen later. Lord, you see us all in the areas where we live. Maybe it's someone who's living in the area where I live, anywhere across the United States or anywhere within our world. Lord, we thank you that we have this opportunity to sit wherever we are right now and listen to your word as it goes forth. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, sometime, here, here's a, a hard one for me is there are times that I forget to start or end in prayer because I'm online. Don't know why. Maybe I should put a great big note in front of me, begin and end in prayer, right? But as we look at Hebrews 4, 12 through 13, and you know, we're not reading here, okay, read this, it's about relationships. But is what we do see at the end of verse 12, and I'm looking at the New King James Version, and is a discerner, the word of God, of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So let's take that over into relationships. A discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So that's what our first topic is about in the area of our training. That's where we're going to be headed in the next video. We're going to look at our relationship with Jesus Christ because there's something that really hit me when I began setting up relationships of the heart and writing the material is where it was birthed from, yes, God and his vision for me to carry me along as I write this. And I'm not comparing myself to anyone in the Bible. The Bible is the inspired word of God, but Nancy's words are not. Um, but we began this by me heading out and asking people questions and just reading God's word and really pondering these three topics that I'm going to talk about today. And it's where I kept returning to is relationships and our relationship with Christ. And I had this question, if we are close to Jesus, if we have a close relationship to the Lord, and we'll look at that, what that means as we move forward. But if we have a close relationship with the Lord, I believe, according to what I read and what I've studied, our relationships with others will be better. Even those people that totally disagree with us, that our relationships will be better in all areas of our life. So if you're just joining me now, you're listening to the replay and you kind of moved forward. Yep. You're going to see me looking, no, using, looking, looking at, I need to slow down, man. Looking at my notes. Yep looking at you. And if you have any questions, I have my, let's see. Oh, let's see. What do we have here? 
So what I'm trying to do is look at my phone also. Hopefully, hopefully in the future, eventually I will have someone that will handle this stuff um, for me. Okay. So if you have any questions, you can just drop them in the comments. I'll try to catch them. If I don't, you can uh, DM me, send me a message, or you can write them in the comments. And if for some reason I don't see it, then is what um, I will do when I'm done here. I'll take a look at it and I'll make sure I'll comment back to you. Okay. So anyway, my life, entire life has been spent around many different people from many different backgrounds. From the time when I was very young growing up in the countryside, um, connected with the small town where I went to school and hung out and eventually um, was employed in this area, uh, covering two different counties and areas uh, as a sales rep. Man, I've had a lot of practice in the area of different relationships and the area of with customers and clients, when things go wrong, when things are really difficult, when I make a mistake or they make a mistake or we lose our cool or someone in the business community. Um, at one time I was married. I was married for 15 years. That was a long, long time ago, but I'm not going to touch much on that today because that's not what I'm here for about the details of my entire life. Not that I keep that a secret, but I was married at one time for 15 years. And so I do know um, how difficult those up close relationships can be. Right. Um, my growing up years, aunts, uncles, cousins, spent lots of time, birthday, holidays, people at our house, friends. And then I moved uh, eventually when I was an adult and my children were older and my daughter was already out of school, but my son was in high school and we moved to a new city. And as I began to attend a university, all kinds of relationships. And I was still a sales rep, all kinds of relationships. And then I was also in a brand new church and all kinds of relationships. And then let's fast forward uh, prior to the pandemic, I traveled to various countries leading the Relationship of the Heart Conference. Man, relationships, many, such a blessing, but many times very, very hard, especially when we get into international settings. We don't have to go to a country outside of our own because of being online, right? We can struggle not understanding someone we're in conversation with here. Maybe it's writing in social media or something that we're reading and they're sharing their perspective, but we come from two different opposing cultures or religions, that it's difficult. But do you know what? As we look at the word of God and you look at it through the eyes of relationships and look at the people that we read about in the word of God, their relationships weren't perfect, were they? But many of them had a close relationship with the Lord. So that's a little bit of my background, because occasionally someone will say, well, how do you have the knowledge to do this, Nancy? You're not a therapist and you don't have a degree. No, but I have a lot of experience. And once again, I have the word of God. Am I perfect? No, that's why I'm here. Relationships will never be perfect. We will slide in some time and just go, oh, for a few days, man, this was just great. Uh, we're getting along so well. Um, maybe you're thinking of an area in your life, right? But then all of a sudden, maybe someone's tired or maybe someone's not feeling well, or maybe there are money situations or struggles, or maybe the kids aren't behaving themselves. Um, we The list could go on and on, right? But that's why I decided to get on here again. I checked my um, schedule from last year and it seems this time of year, I always hop on here and share some training 
and pull out some good nuggets from the Relationship of the Heart Conference and just turn it into a time of teaching. So in the Relationship of the Heart Conference, the first thing, and let me, I'm going to try and stop using the word conference because this is its own training here, right? As I said, the materials from there, but I would like to speak to you where you're at with your life right now. So let me get rid of that little sheet because that's when I'm standing in front of people leading a conference and telling them what's inside of it. But first, our first relationship is about our relationship with Jesus, and it begins when we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior. Romans 10, 9 through 13. Uh, to me, Romans 10, 9 through 13 is the clearest area in the Word of God to tell us how do I receive eternal life? Eternal life meaning our life will go on and on and on and on and never end. Romans 10, 9 through 13, and I'm going to read the New King James Version to you. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Sounds simple, right? You will be saved saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. 12. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For and here's the key. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So this is where we begin with our relationship with Jesus. It begins when we receive him as Lord and Savior. So the foundational focus for learning and discussing relationships of the heart and what I'm talking to you about today, guess what? It's not about your neighbor. It's not about those other people you go to church with that you might not be happy with. If you're a pastor, it's not about the people you lead. Today, what I'm talking about through all, all of the sessions and areas in this training is to look at ourselves. That's not selfish about other people. Yeah, that's that's selfish. If I don't care what I say or how I treat people and, and everything is about me, me, me. But this is a good me. Session one, and that will be in our next video, we'll begin to talk about our individual relationship with Jesus. Not my neighbors. Not my buddies, not anyone else, not the people online that I dislike. We'll be talking about ourselves and looking at ourselves. So I may remind you of that as we go along, because I know, I don't know about you, but me, it's very e easy sometimes to look at other people. It's not as easy to look at my own life. So once again, our foundational focus for learning and discussing relationships of the heart is our individual relationship with Jesus. And if we were doing this in a group, but we could also um, add this to in comment section since this is online. I have a rule. Do not violate confidential information of others during discussions. So we're not going to have a roundtable group discussion in this uh, during this video series. But if we were to do that and we are using comments, do not violate confidential information of others, even in the comment sections. All right, because we are looking at ourselves. And also my third point, whether in person or online, do not discuss denominational differences that tear down another church or denomination because that's not what this is about. Maybe you're listening 
and you may disagree with one group, a church denomination of their theology and some things in the Bible that we all kind of go back and forth and uh, disagree on. That's not what this time is about. The first session and the second and the third, this training as for each one of us as an individual. So by listening to me, this doesn't mean, oh, now I got this down, my relationships are going to be perfect. Or by listening to me, you may be thinking, okay, I'm going to try this and it doesn't work. All right. You still need to go to God's word and apply it to the situation that you are in. All right. So let's move forward here. So what I'm doing, I'm kind of picking and choosing here because if I do the whole uh, first session and the overview, we're going to be here for a long, long time. So I want to break this up a little bit. I haven't set aside any exact time or length that this is going to be today. We're just starting our overview. So next time you can hop in and you'll know what we're going to be talking about. So here's some scripture for you. Hebrews 4, 12 through 13 and Proverbs 16, 28 and 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 30. Um, and within this, our key verse is 27. So is what we need to remember is that we are one body with many parts, right? In the second session, we talk about, and we're going to talk about that here during another video, we'll talk about our relationship with other people, caring for one another in the body of Christ. Proverbs 6.28. I've just got some miscellaneous verses here. A perverse person, man, stirs up dissension, and a gossip separates close friends. That's NIV. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 30. See, now we're moving away from ourselves into the body of Christ in relationship. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. So this is how this speaks to me. Even if I'm angry with someone or struggling with someone, within the church I attend, or maybe it's something in the area of volunteering, but it's a Christian organization. Um, guess what? Even if we're angry with someone or we're physically not with them, we are still part of the body of Christ. Even though I am not in the building that we call the church, sitting here talking to you, I am still part of the body of Christ. So in the same way, next week when we talk about our relationship with Jesus Christ, as we're talking about that and we're online, we are still part of the body. Whether we are angry with someone or happy with someone, we are part of the body, but we're made up of different, different parts. Our commonality should be this, right? So I'm not going to read all of that right now because we'll be using a little more of this scripture when we start going through the certain sessions for our training. Okay. Now, is why I have all the scripture written here. Usually when I travel, I don't always have time to open up my... Bible. Um, so 
I make sure I type out my scripture because much of what I do um, is I'm not just standing up there, excuse me, allergies, dripping eyes. Yep. But um, I'm usually not just teaching and leading by myself. I have someone standing next to me because I'm in another country and they are my translator. So in my notes, that's why I have so many notes, depends on the translator. Sometimes I just run my finger across where I'm reading um, and that helps them in their translation. So if I'm teaching all day, that's what they're doing. If I'm there for two days or three day conference, that's what they're doing. So that's what all of these pages are. Um, okay, so as we continue forward with this, when we start our next video, and I'm just kind of laying the groundwork for us, a little here and a little there. Um, as we study and learn together, we're allowing the Holy Spirit to be our teacher as we learn together. Have you ever thought of that? Let me read that to you one more time. As we study and learn together, we will allow the Holy Spirit to be our teacher as we learn together. So we're learning together, even though if someone's with me right now, or you listen to the replay later, or you join us for one of the next videos or whenever, that we're still learning together. But we need to allow the Holy Spirit to be our teacher, right? Maybe there's something I'm saying and you get in touch with me and you share with me how this is spoken to you. And maybe there's some area of your life that has helped you with in the area of your relationship with Jesus or with other believers or with people who do not believe in Jesus. Maybe there's something that really spoke to you and you send me a message and I look at that and it's like, I didn't even say that. That's the Holy Spirit using the words that I am speaking to speak to you in specific situations. For instance, John 14, 25 through 27. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Now, this is Jesus speaking, not me. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And once again, that's in the New King James Version. And this is John 14, 25 through 27. How much more do we need this today? with what's going on, maybe in the area where you're living or maybe an area that you left and you no longer live there. But Jesus was reminding the disciples and he's still reminding us today, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. My question to you today is, do you believe he will teach us all things. And I'm just going to leave that question with you. Okay, so we have three areas we're going to be covering, as I mentioned previously. And at one time I was calling these the heartbeats. Heartbeat one and heartbeat two and heartbeat three. I'm always doing different things with my, my titles. But in heartbeat one, this will be the next video. And it's possible that there will be two more videos on this topic. Our relationship with Jesus Christ. Our scripture focus will be John 15, 1 through 17, which is the vine. So if you want to go ahead and read that ahead of time, go to John 15, 1 through 17. And our relationship with Jesus Christ encourages and teaches us to walk through life with a quiet heart in the middle of a broken and hurting world.
So the first relationship for us to be able to even survive, depending on where we're living right now, and maybe to be that listening ear to other people, and maybe you already are that person, but we need to stay close to the vine. And if you're not sure what the vine is, we'll be talking about that in the next video, or go ahead and read John 15, 1 through 17. Okay, and the second topic for our video training is Heartbeat 2, our relationship in community. These are the people that I've mentioned previously uh, that maybe sometime you're having a problem with, and we are, but we're part of the body. Scripture focus will be John 13, 34 through 35. And the third heartbeat, the heartbeat of Jesus reaching others. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. But it's what we're going to be looking at. Yep, those are great three standalone topics. But it's what we're going to be looking at and kind of tearing apart is, okay, but if we shore up our relationship with Jesus, if we're really tight with Jesus, right? If we have a growing relationship with Jesus, like according to John 15, Right. If we're just tight in the vine and no one can pull us away from Jesus and we read God's word, then guess what? Just maybe you'll have to wait and see. That will help our relationships in all areas of our life. But no one, not your pastor, no other teacher parents, no one can make you have a close relationship with Jesus. And to me, I was thinking the other day, a few things about other religions in our world and even in my country. And I've read about this also, that the awesome part about Jesus and our relationship with Jesus, if we go according to the word, no one can force us to receive Jesus. Yep, we could say a prayer and not really mean it. Just words. I remember someone telling me a story at one time and they said, um, well, people were bothering me about receiving Jesus. So I just went to the front of the church and um, I didn't receive Jesus. I didn't receive Jesus. And I just thought that was interesting because people thought for many years that the person had received Jesus. But do you know how I know he didn't? Because he told me. That's how I know that story. He told me. But Jesus knows. Jesus knows. Was I mad at the person? No, I wasn't angry. When they told me, it was after they had already finally received Jesus and began to grow in their relationship with Jesus. So in the next video, that's what we're going to be talking about is our relationship with Jesus. I believe one, two, and three, two and three get better if we are reading God's word and we understand. Will that mean by implementing and with God's help and prayer, that relationships will be perfect. No, people may still walk away from you. There may still be someone on the other side of the relationship that wants nothing to do with you. Um, or maybe there's times that God tells us to step away from certain relationships and draw close to him. So I'm going to read this off of my sheet here that I use. And it sums up what I was just talking to you about, that it doesn't solve all our problems. Relationships of the heart does not attempt to answer all of our relationship questions and solve all our relational problems. 
Instead, it teaches foundational truths written in the word of God. I believe if we live out the three relational areas of life according to God's design, this way of life will overflow. And this is the point of all of this teaching. That's why I say we start with our relationship with Jesus. This way of life will overflow into all of our relationships. It is in this place where we will begin to live life together according to God's design and not the world's. It starts with Jesus. When I went to Niagara Falls long ago, I remember standing there on the side, a full view of the falls, and just watching this water just tumble over the side. And I was thinking, man, there's there's no end. It's just keeps coming. It doesn't stop and then start and stop and start. It's, it's just coming over and dropping gallons and gallons of water. And Niagara Falls reminds me today of what Jesus wants to do in our life, what the Holy Spirit is waiting to pour everything he has into our life to assist us as we draw close to God, as we draw close to Jesus, that then many times, even without picking up our Bible, we will know in the middle of something that's going on, oop, don't say that. Oh, don't write that. Or it may be, yeah, I need to speak these words and they just come tumbling out of our mouths. I can't remember where this ocean is. For some reason, it's not in my notes. Um, can't even remember which country it is. Um, but I think there's, there's three rivers that converge and come together. And they become, they become one. They're really huge rivers. I think they go for miles and miles. It's probably in my notes for when we start the next video on a relationship with Jesus. Um, but they just merge together. And that kind of reminds me of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Like just one, you know, the old thing, let me grab my waddle, water bottle here that, um, try not to show you the name cause I'm not endorsing companies here. Um, but we know the H2O, right? There's three things that make up water and I have this bottle of water and I don't pour out H and then Oh, better not use my left hand. I could dump it all over my computer here. I'm not pouring out H and then pouring out two and then pouring out O. It's one. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's just a little extra there for us. So that's where we're headed in the next video. Okay, let's skip some of this here in the summary. Okay, so life, right? This the basics. You say, yeah, Nancy, I know this, but you know what? Sometime we need a reminder. I know I do. Even though I've written this material and I've taught as conferences and I've writ written a book kind of on that subjects, by the way, that's on A Hurting Heart Turned Inside Out. You can find it on Amazon. Order it there on Kindle or paperback. Um, but as I focused on this topic years ago, and even now as I'm talking to you, all of a sudden a name kind of came to my mind. It's like, how's your relationship with that person? Or 
How about this one? How's your relationship with Jesus in that area? Right? So life equals relationships. And if you are in a formal ministry capacitor, I'm sorry, capacitor, that's an object, right? Uh, capacity, if you're serving in a leadership capacity within a church or within a formal type of ministry, you already know this, it's relationships. Serving is about relationships. And maybe if you don't have that going on in your heart right now, I know sometimes mine kind of dives and I may think, oh Lord, what's the use? It's too hard to straighten this out. It's such a mess. But then when I ask for help, I'm reminded of this. When we have a passion to live God's way, life around us will change. But it starts with our relationship with Jesus. That's where it starts. So is what we're going to begin to look at in our next few videos is we're going to learn to integrate. Yep, I'm reading again, because if you had a workbook right now, this would be in your workbook. We will learn to integrate and interconnect the three aspects of the Christian life into living a holistic, complete lifestyle instead of living the three aspects of Christian life in a linear style fashion. Okay, today I'm going to work on caring about people in my church who have received Jesus. Or Friday, I'm going out and I'm going to share the gospel. And then Monday, I'm going to sit down and think about my relationship with Jesus. Now, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about here. We're going to see what it looks like to integrate, integrate, interconnect, that what I just explained to you is linear. And a lot of us, I'm a linear, practical woman. Do this. I set goals. Like today, I had my little post-it note over here. I have a master list of things that need to get done. But there are things today that were a priority. Number one, prepare to be here. Number two, to show up. I didn't write show up. Um, I have another thing that's going to have a deadline. Let's see. I think it's I can't remember. I think it's September 1st or October 1st. That's why it's on the list. I need to check the date. Um, and then I have some freelance work I'm looking at. And then one more thing. Okay. One more thing that I need to do. So when I write those down, though, that's I'm going to do this, 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 this. But is what we're going to be talking about is that relationship with Jesus and then with others and then reaching others. And I just said then, right? This, that, then. But how does this all fit together with our relationship with Christ? It's not like when I do a series, right? And I tell you, we're going to do this series and I'm going to talk about this and this and this. And this we're going to look at, how do we bring this together in our life and just live it out instead of beating up on ourselves, going, oh, I didn't talk to anybody today about receiving Jesus, right? Or, um, oh, I just said something I shouldn't have said to someone, one of my brothers or sisters in Christ, right? We're going to be looking at bringing this all together. And the words are integrate, interconnect, linear, and interdependent. And today I'm not going to talk about interdependent. We're going to save that for next time. Okay, so we went over all three of those. Let me jump over this. Um, let's see, I want to jump over the details because you won't have anything left for the video. Okay, so we have three topics, our relationship with Jesus, our relationship with one another, caring for one another, others who have received Jesus Christ. We also have 
Um, well, let me go here. Let me jump up because caring for one another is about in community. All right. And so after we finish the videos on our relationship with Jesus, then we'll move into the community part. All right. And we'll look at transformation, how transformation, the changes in our life that they'll not, they never end. And for people who are perfectionists, that's really hard, right? We'll look at love one another. John 13, 34 through 35. Beauty and pain. And when we think of transformation in community, think about what happens to a butterfly, right? Before a butterfly is beautiful. Well, let me stop right there because we'll leave that for the video when we're talking about in community and caring for one another. And then finally, we'll look about our lives in the area of sharing Jesus, the good news with others. So I didn't want to go over everything. I have a tendency, especially when I'm teaching and I have notes to hit on everything, but we just wanted to do a little at a time. So thank you for joining me today. Remember coming up soon. I don't have the date yet, but it'll just pop up here and we're just going to do these as pop-ups. So you'll see a note somewhere. Um, also, though, if you don't want to miss it, I'll be sending out emails through my newsletter and update when I'm done here. I'll go and grab the link and I'll stick it somewhere here in the, uh, description or video where you can find it, or it'll be a separate post. If you sign up to receive the newsletter, that newsletter is free. When you sign up for the first time, you will receive a download. It's um, my teaching on forgiveness. We will be talking about um, forgiveness also uh, within our sessions as we spend time together. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else? Oh, yeah, let's see. This that's going across the screen here, if you'd like to give a gift, this entire series, I'm not charging anything for it. Um, eventually, this will all be placed in a class, uh, more as a workshop style, um, but there will be more to it, um, probably everything from um, the conference. So I'm not going to go into a lot of details now, but if you look across the screen, you can see my link for where to give. And if you desire to give in a different way, instead of through this link, I have other areas that you can give digitally also. So if you have any questions, you can DM me, send me a message, get in touch with me if you prefer email at nancy at relationshipswithnancy.com. And on that note, we're done. Our overview is done. And I hope to see you next time. And it would be great when I end this broadcast, that you hit share and share us with other people. I'll try and make sure it is set up, that it's set up for public and you will be able to share it. So thank you so much for connecting with me, whether you're with me now or you're with me later. I hope you're going to join me in the future videos as we continue to learn about our relationship with Jesus, our relationship with one another, with other believers, those who have received Jesus Christ, and with people who do not believe as we do. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.